Hey, Adam. What's up, Pete? Um, what's your motivation level now from 1 to 57? 57 being highly motivated, 1 being comatose. 56.8. All right, good. I got four things for you to get you to 57, buddy. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice and motivation coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Anytune. Go to anytune.us slash you'll hear it to check out Anytune. This is a tool that you can use to transcribe just about anything and everything. You can slow things down without losing pitch. You can set um, amazing customizable markers. You can even isolate different instruments in the track. How is that possible? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I know that it is, and it's in a beautiful interface on Anytune. Again, anytune.us slash you'll hear it. I'm not a scientist or engineer either, but they figured it out, and uh, it's available for the iPhone, the iPad, and the Mac, and the Android is coming soon. Uh, but I would recommend starting with the iPhone app, uh, but also don't don't sleep on the Mac app as well because that's kind of where you can go next level. But the beautiful thing about this, uh, the, the, the world of Anytune, is you can just start with certain features, learn them. It's super intuitive. It's a beautiful piece of software. And whenever you're ready to go next level, they have live tutorials on Facebook. They've got a lot of great information, and, and it's, 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 it's truly music practice perfected. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, cool. So today, what are we talking about? We are talking about ways to stay motivated in your practice, and we're going to give you four ways to stay motivated to get you up to level 57. What? Woo. Why am I saying 57 today? I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know either. But it's that's, I mean, why is everything's number. always like 1 to 10, 1 to 100? How about 1 to 57? It's a great scale. The, fifth, the Heinz scale is what we'll call it. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah. so four ways to stay motivated in your practice. And look, why, why, do we, why are we even talking about staying motivated in practice? Why is that important, Mr. Manis? Well, I think it's one of the most important things we can do as musicians. Uh, you know, we first of all, if you're identifying yourself as a musician, if you don't have like a routine of habits of working on your music, are you really a musician? It's, it's a good question. So staying motivated to keep up the work that's not always fun, that's not always, you know, laying on the couch and eating chips and watching TV, but is really going to pay off for future you, for musician you later. Uh, I think that's an invaluable skill to develop. And listen, it takes it takes different stages during different stages of your life. But I think there are some really key things that we can always hone in on to get us motivated when we're feeling in a bit of a rut. And these four things definitely are uh, key things that we can do. Uh, absolutely. All right. So let's jump in with number one, which is listen. Ooh, we're back on that. We hadn't done that in a couple of weeks. It's uh, been months, man, since we've oh, done has it been listen. months. You know I what? My so. time, my the, my time in this pandemic is all screwed up. So yeah, so that that's a good one to circle back. And if we have some new listeners, which I know we got a bunch of new listeners, you will often hear us say for a variety of lists that we come up with and reasons to do things. Listen, and it's the yeah. reason this is called the You'll Hear Podcast, and it's so important. Yeah. And I and I would Preach. say like, yeah, man. With uh, in terms of staying motivated when you practice. The, there's a number of ways, but the big one for me would be listening to great recordings, stuff that's inspiring, stuff that you, when you listen to it, it it ignites the passion in you and mm. kind of takes you back to that reason that you wanted to play this music in the first place. You know, I mean, what's more motivating than that? It kind of, 
it makes you think about the the end result that you want to get to. Not in terms of like, oh, I'm listening to John Coltrane and I'm going to practice and stay motivated so I can sound like John Coltrane. You're never going to sound like John Coltrane. But you can tap into that vibe, that fi- that spirit, that um, that mindset and, and that connection with the music with John Coltrane. You can actually get to that. And so that should be your motivation when you listen because it's like, oh, that's right. That's why I'm going through the difficulty and the work of practice because work, I mean, we, we, we talk about practice and we're like, enjoy the process. It's not always fun, you know? Um, but there's a whole reason that we do it. And listening I find is the, is the, first of all, listening can be a part of practice if it's active listening anyway, but it also can be one of the biggest motivators to get us back on track. For sure. Love it. Uh, number two is to switch it up, to do something completely different. So we all have routines that we, we usually carry out in our practice routine. That's why it's a routine. And if you don't, you should probably get a routine. I love rituals with practice, and I love kind of keeping a similar structure for long periods of time. And then I also love to completely stray from that every so often, usually like, I don't know, once a week, maybe twice a month. I'll just completely ignore whatever I've been working on, whatever maybe I'm feeling like I'm in a rut on. And just do something I would never, ever think to practice and do it in a way that maybe I'll never, ever think to do or or do ever again. But there's something about, um, you know, going back to even just like initially when we started playing music. Right. So much of it when we're children is just pure curiosity of like I press this and some sound happens <laughs> and then you press these two things at the same time and that's a sound. And, but if you change one of them, that's a whole different sound. And then, Oh, I can press three at once. And now there's all these different sounds and I can, you know, as your, your technical skills develop, you just, it's constant discovery. And what we don't want to lose along the way is that sense of discovery. And so sometimes just sit down, sitting down to play and, and saying to yourself, I'm going to play something I've never played before ever in my entire 41 years on this earth, you know, something I've never attempted to play or will ever try again. That could be a game changer. I've never played that. I'm saving it for when I'm like 75. (laughs) When you're feeling totally unmotivated, you're going to play that next time. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, that's what all the hype was about. That's amazing. (laughs) Exactly. Man, why didn't I play it? Only I played it. Um, So, you know, one thing that came to mind, you mentioned routine and the importance of the routine and so it may sound counterintuitive when we say change it up. But think about this. Don't let your routine be routine. Okay. Oh. Hello. Knowledge dropped. Bam. Hit the floor. Hello. So and, and what, what this means is like we can't approach practicing music like you're working. You know, I always think about the Simpsons. Uh, you know, he's working at the, the nuclear nuclear. How do you say that? Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. That's yeah. very controversial. He's working at the nuclear plant. And, yeah. uh, and you know, everybody, it's like the, wi- the, the, the whistle at five o'clock and everyone picks up their lunch pail and walks out. It's like there's certain types of jobs that can be treated as, as routine and for yeah. safety reasons. You know, Homer is not a very good example of that, I should just say. Um, yep. Many safety violations, Mr. Burns. Yep. Uh, but but the thing is that like, you know, where it's just like you check this box, you check this box, you do this and then that's what the job is. That's not what practicing should be, although there's aspects of the routine that should be that. But part of your actual routine should be exploratory and changing it up like that can become part of your routine. So don't let your routine be routine. 
It's awesome. Number three is a big challenge. You are the king of big challenges. You like to challenge yourself all the time, and you like to even do it in public sometimes, where you'll you'll give yourself an Instagram challenge that seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah, okay, you make uh, it sound so dirty, but you do it in public. Like I got a trench coat on <laughs> as I'm doing these challenges. These are very Dude, some clean of those, challenges. Some of those twelve key challenges were fairly filthy. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was a filthy lick I played on that 12 feet. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, no, public shaming. I mean, or, or what do they call it? It's not shaming. It's uh, uh, accountability. You know, like, like having an accountability yeah. partner. There's, that's one of the great uses of social media, I think, is, is, is using it to kind of have accountability partners, be it with your friends, with your fans, with your students, with your. Well, it, it's you also know. a bit of like exposure therapy, too, right? Like you're trying something you're not great at in front of a bunch of people. It kind of desensitizes you to experimenting in public which is what we should be doing on stage right right exactly and then too i think it's like it's it really it 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 makes you more authentic which is such an important part of this music like you know this is not you know everybody's on zoom now because of what's happening in the world and i found a setting in there where it's like touch up my appearance there's something you can check in the settings to make your appearance look better i don't know i checked it i didn't look any better i was still ugly but i mean (laughs) if it maybe my maybe my computer is not optimized for it but the thing about it is i'm like no like you should be who you are you know people want to put like a big you know, they want to stand in front of a sit in front of a bookshelf when they're on Zoom with like fancy books. Those that's great if that's what you read, but I mean, be authentic. So, you know, the public, you know, public challenges, changing it up, all these kind of things are like, you know, that's about tapping into your authentic self, challenging yourself, and you're gonna fall down sometimes, but but it's all yep. good. It's all good. And number four, our last one of the four ways to stay motivated to practice. Uh, this is one that I picked up from James Clear's book, um, Atomic Habits, which I've now this is the second week in a row I've quoted that book because I've been reading it and it's been very effective at helping me really, uh, you know, get my habit game together, which it was already kind of together, but but just really refining it. And so this one I, was a game changer for me, which is to make small habits easy and obvious to execute. Right. So if you put your piano away in a closet after you practice every time, you're probably not going to practice as much as if it's right there. Um, if you, uh, some things you can do is to, to like tie this to another activity. So if you just give yourself some time and space, maybe just say after breakfast, I'm going to take 30 minutes to practice that can really motivate. You just get into what is a good routine, which is giving yourself the time to the thing that actually makes you happy, which is growing as a musician so make it obvious that and easy for you to practice don't try to hide it don't try to make it hard you know like oh i gotta i really have to transcribe you know this entire lee konitz record in one day you'll never do it you'll never get to the piano to to transcribe anything because it's too overwhelming just say i'm gonna do one easy thing on the piano today you know, I'll spend minimum of 15 minutes on it. Chances are you're going to spend 30 to minutes to an hour on it. And you're going to do other things while you're there because you're going to get inspired when you sit at the piano. So just make it easy and obvious and it'll get you most of the way there. Man, it would be awesome. Some kind of like contraption that listened to what you played. And once you knocked out the hard stuff you want to practice, you got some sort of like food thrown into your mouth, like just an instant <laughs> kind of, you know, like Reese's peanut butter cups, the little ones, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that would be interesting. That um, would be interesting. That's good. Benny and Green Benny Green would be 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> Instead of 156. So, you know, I think, too, you can think about the work. And I'm trying to think about, well, I always like to take it away from the piano or even music because then sometimes it's easier to kind of pull it back. 
but uh, back to music. But if you think about like running, no, no matter how much you get into that, it's still like work and it can be hard to be motivated, especially like if you are tired or you just ate or, you know, any, you, you, you can find so many different excuses just to physically, you know, running is, is tough at whatever level you're doing, but it's like, you know, reward yourself with something while you're going through that tough process. So like run somewhere that's new and that's beautiful. So yeah, you're still having to do the work and you're getting your heart rate up, but you look over and like, wow, what a beautiful forest or what a beautiful site building a beautiful neighborhood or whatever. And so I think that goes really well with the change it up and reward yourself at the same time. Um, you know, when you're practicing. That's awesome. Uh, well, thanks everybody for joining us today. We hope you found these uh, four ways to stay motivated to practice beneficial. Hey, but if you want to get more into practice, uh, check out our new guided practice app. We just released this. It, it actually contains all of our daily guided practice sessions where I'm walking you through exactly what to play and how to play it. And then we have a section uh, on that app of podcasts. And those are curated episodes of this podcast where Peter and I talk about various practice strategies. It's kind of going to be the home for the practice episodes of the You'll Hear It podcast. You'll still get them here on the podcast, but we're going to just group them all there because we find they're, they're so helpful for people when they want to get into practice. So check that out. And don't forget to check out anytune.us slash you'll hear it. Pete. Well, I was just going to say, too, on the app, uh, on our on our app, that's actually, um, you know, people that inquired about some of the older, well, not even that older episodes. We've done so many episodes of the You'll Hear podcast. Some of the practice episodes, some of those gems are only available, in fact, now because Apple won't let us go back past, I think, 100 episodes or so. That's right. So there's that's some right. exclusive episodes that are not available anywhere else. Uh, so you can. that's another kind of side benefit of jumping into our app ecosystem and yeah anytune.us go there for the the um, amazing anytune app which is our sponsor we're so proud to be associated with them i mean we were already talking about them anyway so the yep. fact that they're sponsoring and and giving us a chance too to kind of delve in deeper on the features highly recommend their tutorials on facebook follow them over there for that and uh till tomorrow you'll hear it <laughs>